1: Hello, I'm Romero Asmion with the news. First, the top stories. 17 of the almost 60 people injured on Saturday in the explosion of an LPG station in Crevedia, southern Romania, were discharged from hospital while nine are in a serious condition. The annual meeting of the Romanian diplomacy continues today in Bucharest with thematic plenary sessions attended by guests from the government apparatus and Romania has sent a new 56-strong firefighting contingent to help put out a fire in northeastern Greece. 17 of the almost 60 people injured in Saturday's explosion from Crevedia in southern Romania have been discharged from hospital and the condition of a few others has improved according to the latest information provided by the Health Ministry. However, nine of the injured are in a serious condition. Six are being treated in hospitals abroad and three in Romania. No other deaths were reported besides the two, reported immediately after the LPG station blast. Meanwhile, the authorities continued a damage assessment. Data so far shows that following the explosions, followed by a fire, 11 houses were affected, eight of which were completely destroyed. Intervention teams are present at the scene of the disaster, and the firefighters continue to cool some LPG tanks left in the area. The security parameter was also extended because two of the tanks have gas leaks. Meanwhile, prosecutors are collecting documents for several open criminal cases. The annual meeting of the Romanian Diplomacy continues today in Bucharest with thematic plenary sessions attended by guests from the government apparatus. According to the Romanian Foreign Ministry, the themes to be addressed are the contribution of Romanian diplomacy to the consolidation of the European project, economic development strategies, climate change, green and digital transition, the organization abroad of three rounds of elections in 2024, with an emphasis on the smooth running of elections in the diaspora, the role of the Romanian missions in promoting cultural diplomacy and scientific cooperation. The theme of this year's event is a firm foreign policy of Romania, managing challenges and maximizing opportunities. The annual meeting of the Romanian Diplomacy is traditionally organized every year, close to the Romanian Diplomacy Day which, starting from 2005, is marked on September 1st. More on this issue after the news. Greece is on the 12th day of fighting the fire that broke out in the Dadia National Park in the northeast of the country, a fire described by the European Union as the worst ever recorded in the community space. The fire is devastating the forest in this park, included in the European Natura 2000 network, which shelters numerous birds of prey. Twenty people have died so far, and more than 80 hectares of land have burned, France Press News Agency writes. A spokesman for the European Commission underlined that 11 planes and a helicopter from the European fleet were mobilized, as well as over 400 firefighters, Romania sent a new 56-strong firefighting contingent. They will replace those who intervened in the area in the last nine days. We remind you that Greece has faced numerous wildfires this summer, which the government in Athens attributes to climate change. And that was the news from Bucharest Radio Romania International.
2: Dear friends, the Radio Romania Board of Administrators decided to temporarily suspend the use of two out of the five Radiocom shortwave transmitters that ensure the broadcast of Radio Romania International's programs because of budget cuts. The RRI programs in English are affected. All of them may be received on only one frequency instead of two as of August 1st, The frequencies, as well as any other prospective changes operated by Radiocom for to reception monitoring and to your feedback on reception quality will be announced in our broadcasts on our webpage and on Facebook. We invite you to follow RRI's programs online at rri.ro, including On Demand, on SoundCloud, on Android and iOS apps, via TuneIn and via Satellite. You can find more details on our homepage. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn and Spotify.
3: The 23rd Annual Meeting of Romanian Diplomacy, traditionally held before Diplomacy Day on September 1st, is the first in-person meeting after the previous three online editions. I'm Michala Ignatescu with more in this report by Stefan Stojka. The main themes of this year's Romanian Diplomacy meeting are focused on the management of challenges in the Black Sea area and maximizing opportunities. At the meeting with the Heads of Diplomatic Missions and Directors of the Romanian Cultural Institutes, President Klaus Johannes has reiterated the fact that Romania will keep supporting Ukraine as long as necessary. Bucharest will also stay by the side of the Republic of Moldova, helping it with financial assistance, expertise and political support for an irreversible European path, but also in the building of a safe and prosperous state. According to the Romanian head of state, the priority of the moment is obtaining a political decision to start EU accession negotiations with the Republic of Moldova and Ukraine. Also, Johannis stressed, it's Romania's duty to continue to be a genuine provider of security and prosperity in the region, so that the Black Sea becomes a region where peace and prosperity can no longer be subject to any threat. A big issue in the process of full integration into the European Union, Romania's joining the Schengen Agreement remains a priority for the coming period. The President also said, This goal must be achieved, both based on the already recognized performances of our country and as a confirmation of the fact that the EU is able to respond to the need for cohesion, resilience and increased security. Romanian diplomacy has managed to place the country among the important regional actors, said in turn Prime Minister Marcel Ciolacu. We are preparing to create our own contribution to the reconstruction of Ukraine, just as we will continue to strengthen the resilience of the Republic of Moldova, stressed the head of the Romanian government. The Prime Minister also called on the Romanian diplomats to support Romanian companies to enter as many foreign markets as possible. He drew attention, on the other hand, to the fact that next year there will be three types of elections for Romanian citizens abroad which must be organized properly. For his part, the Speaker of the Romanian Senate, Nicolae Ciucca, has stated that Romania has proven that it is a reliable partner in the region, ensuring the transit through the solidarity corridors established at the level of the European Union and through the initiative regarding the export of grains through the Black Sea. The meeting of Romanian diplomacy is an opportunity to update priorities in a context dominated by Russia's war of aggression against Ukraine. An unprecedented threat to peace, security and international order based on rules, believes the Minister of Foreign Affairs, Luminica Odobescu. According to her, citizens must benefit from the opportunities provided by the actions undertaken by the Romanian diplomacy, even in this extremely difficult context. According to the Romanian Foreign Minister, more steps will be taken to strengthen Romania's profile within the European Union, NATO and at international level. That was Radio Newsreel.
4: Next in this program Sports. Hello, this is Daniel Biltz at the microphone. Two football sides from Romania are trying on Thursday to make it to the groups of the third European competition known as Conference League. The Romanians are going to play in the second round of the playoff against two sides from Northern Europe. Farul Constanza stands the most chances as these Romanian champions secured a 2-1 win against Finnish side H.J.K. Helsinki in the first round. Juna Toivio put the visitors in the lead with a goal scored in the 50th minute. Eight minutes later, Brazilian Rivaldinho scored the equaliser and Mihai Popescu sealed the points eight minutes from time. Farul, a side guided by the Romanian football legend Gheorghe Haji, who was dubbed the Maradona of the Carpathians, have also confirmed their good shape in the domestic football championship with their latest 2-0 win against Universitatea Craiova on Sunday. H.J.K. Helsinki also clinched a 3-1-away win against Tuulu in the Finnish Championship where they are now occupying the first position. The other Romanian side, Sebsi Sventogorje, travels beyond the polar circle to take on Norwegian side Bodo Glimt. The first match in Romania ended in a draw, 2-all. Cameroonian Faris Mumbane gave the visitors the upper hand in the 19th minute, but Sepsi levelled the points shortly after the break, through a penalty converted by Albanian Isnik Alimi. In the 69th minute, Patrick Berg added a second for the Norwegians, but Kosmin Matei levelled the scoring again through a penalty kick nine minutes from time. The return match is to take place on artificial turf, and that might pose some problems for the Romanian side. Players from both sides should be in excellent physical conditions, as Sebs' latest game against Polyash was rescheduled, and neither did the Norwegians play in the Domestic Championship, where they are presently ranking first after 20 legs. In the end, we remind you that you can revisit this report on the internet at rri.ro as well as on Radio Romania International's Facebook profile. <laughs> Focus on Romania.
2: Smiley is undoubtedly one of the most beloved pop vocalists and songwriters in Romania. His songs are usually taking a positive look at the world as it is. Just like in the song that we selected as today's hit. So listen to Smiley and his hit It Is What It Is.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. O cum nu regret nimic din cea frut și nu mai e yeah. aioane de prieteni care nu prea mă cunosc E stiu cât de bine merge, nu stiu cât de greu mi-a fost. Dar a fost frumos. Destinație fără drum și n-are Si-am avut Prieten bun, am avut și niște frate. Ne-am ajutat, cand eram n-ajutorat. Si n-am uitat, te necați Si probleme, ca s-a ajuns la bine trebuie să trești prin el, aia! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ayaye 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 Poate de mai multe ori, dar acum am și răspunsuri, atunci nu mai întrebă. Yeah. De câte ori ai spus că ea e, că ea e, fata care în culmură visele, ee, yeah, yeah. de atâtea ori s-a stricat vizul, ea nu mi era promisă și eu stau prost cu promisi. Aia e, aia e, ai e, e, ce-am pierdut e pierdutu că se, ee, aia, aia, e, aia e, oricum nu regret nimic, nici a fost și nu mai e, Ai e. C'est le relais, să se pele, c'est cele bune, bune, să ce se pierde, se pierde, importante, e, ce rămâne. Celelele, ce
6: You are listening to Radio Romania International
3: Society Today.
6: Welcome to Society Today, I am Kalinko Tsuyo. Seven out of ten Romanians go to the mall at least once a week, and three of them are women and four are men. In addition, quote, If gentlemen are the ones who come to the mall more often, ladies spend more time per visit. As far as buying habits are concerned, men spend ten percent more than women, 302 lay versus 275 lay. These were the findings of the authors of a study conducted by Reveal Marketing Research. The explanation lies in the fact that men purchase technology which is known to be more expensive. But the data from this research surprises in several ways. For example, according to mental cliches, we would have expected the number of women to be higher among those who are fond of going to the mall. Then the figure of 7 out of 10 seems a bit high in view of the general purchasing power of Romanians. However, if we deepen the analysis and start talking, taking into account factors such as proximity, explanations begin to appear, and are now offered to us by sociologist Dan Petre. First of all, in the case of Romania, and mainly in the case of Bucharest, unlike other European capitals, malls are placed to a much greater extent inside the cities. In other European capitals, the malls are located more towards the edge of the city, and proximity plays a very, very important role. The second reason. As far as I remember, we are in first place in terms of square meters of mall area per capita in Europe, in all of Romania. So, malls spread over a large area. And the third reason is that there is a cultural trend the mall offers a condensed experience or opportunity for experiences i mean i go to cover a utilitarian need or shop for the family but also shop for myself mainly clothes we have seen in this study that clothes are in high demand second i want to have a social experience over coffee or over a meal the mall is currently a place where if you're a consumer you can get a lot of the experiences you need in one place. However, going to the mall is not only a functional or pragmatic experience, but also an emotional one. Even if the immediate reasons are utilitarian, such as shopping, there are also strictly subjective reasons, such as walking or socializing over a meal or coffee. Then the recent study also highlights some generational characteristics, According to the study, the average amount spent by Romanians during a visit to the mall is almost 300 lei. The biggest spenders are those in the 36 to 45 age segment, so-called millennials, doubling out almost 370 lei, closely followed by Generation X, those aged 45 and over, who buy stuff worth around 330 lay in a mall visit. Generation Z, made up of young people between 14 and 25 years old, spends the least in a shopping session, i.e. only 200 lei. Sociologist Dan Petre develops the topic, starting from the need for socialization in young people, but also from the income of each generation. It can be seen from the amounts they spend, which is the income level to which each generation has access. Millennials who are in the area of maximum potential right now, employability, access to resources, access to social power, spend the most. Next comes Generation X who have had time to accumulate resources and then generation Z who still don't have enough resources but are on the rise. But they have more free time and somehow that makes up for the lack of money. They spend the most time here but spend the least. It's always a game between time and resources. In terms of time spent at the mall, 73% of gentlemen are present here several times a week. 23% go between once and three times a month and 4% less often than once every three months. Ladies, on the other hand, often visit shopping centers to the amount of 67%. 29% make one to three visits per month, and only 4% said that they go to the mall less than once a season. Also, the average time that Romanians spend in a single mall visit is just over two hours, meaning 130 minutes. Taken by itself, the data may not say much, but for example, coupled with the information from the cultural consumption barometers, the picture of how Romanians spend their free time is complete. In 2019, the last pre-pandemic year that allowed for regular research on this topic, a total of 5% of Romanians saw a theater performance, another 5% visited museums. 9% 9% went to the cinema and 8% to performance entertainment. Of course, once these data are corroborated with those about age education, place of living and economic situation, the conclusions are deepened and detailed. You have been listening to Society Today.
3: Time now for another music break on Radio Romania International. Listen to the band Direccia Change and their hit, Had You Known.
7: zi de zi când tu apari în calea mea. Dacă știi cum am simțit de fericit când zâmbit nu pot uita Dacă ai ști Ști ce dragostea sunt azi mai mult ca ier, mai mult caz. Dacă ai ști că.
4: Coming up next on Radio Romania International... Visit Romania.
8: Welcome to Visit Romania with me, Eugen Nasta. Timisoara is Western Romania's largest city. In 2023, Timișoara has gained the status of European Capital of Culture. Its slogan is, to that end, shine your light, light up your city. In other words, light up your city through yourself. Timișoara seeks to present its cultural traditions in a bid to prove yet again it is a model of tolerance, a perfect place for the cohabitation of various minorities, cultures and religious persuasions. Timishwara is dubbed the city on the Bega River because of the river and the navigable canal crossing through it. Among other things, Timișoara stands out thanks to its three-state theatres offering performances in Romanian, German and Hungarian. Timishora is also dubbed the Little Vienna thanks to its architectural style and its heritage buildings. Owing to the great number of events that have been prepared for this year, Timisoara has already been visited by a great number of guests, at home or from abroad. With the details on that, here is the director of the Timisoara Promotion Association, Simeon Jurka. Very many guests intend to see for themselves, to witness, to experiment as much culture as possible, all throughout their stay, trying to attend as many events as they can of various standards a great many of them are indeed interested in being part of Timishwara's cultural experience. Some of them come especially for some of the events, and for instance, I can tell you that, as we speak, bookings for the months of September-October are in very high demand, and that despite the fact that July and August were the months where the traffic was the most intense, it appears that this year the traffic in September and October will be higher than in the summer months, and at this point, the drawing magnet that we have is the greatest Brancusi exhibition to have been mounted in Romania in the last 50 years. The Brancusi exhibition stays open over September 30, 2023, and January 28, 2024, at the National Art Museum in Timisoara, being organised under top security conditions. Here is the director of the Timisoara Promotion Association, Simeon Jurko, once again, this time speaking about the Brancusi exhibition and about the events scheduled in the second half of
5: 2023.
8: People did not have the chance to see several of Brancusi's works brought together. There will be more than 50 works brought over from Romania, France and England, and, with the works from the Tate Gallery, we will have, if you will, some of the most prominent of Brancusi's works, some highlights. After that, in August, a fantastic theatre week is about to begin. We're speaking about the Eurothalia Festival, staged by Timișoara's German State Theatre, which brings some extraordinary theatrical troupes with performances in various languages. Also, we will have a top-flight dance recital, with the well-established ensembles set to offer modern dance lovers very special performances. And that was Visit Romania.
4: You're listening to Radio Romania International.
6: Next in the programme, our tribute to a traditional music singer. Today's featured artist is Anton Akice from the area of Moldavia. And we start off with one of his songs called Mother Moldavia.
9: Multii flori mai sunt pe lume, măicuță Moldovă, Cu numii și fără-n lume, măicuță Moldovă. Floarea-mi florește pe valii, frunzei trimigdalii, Și oricâtă-i e de frumoasă, tu ești mai aleasă. Per mai cuți Moldove, ati plazul pier mai Moldov Moldove. Stiau ai numai lucești, toarei frunze, trimi, Tu luminesc ca un soare mai Moldov Anton Akitze was born on the twenty seventh of August,
6: nineteen forty six, in the village of Monastiren in the county of Botoshan. After graduating high school in Botoshan, he went to the traditional art school in the city of Suchava, studying traditional music. Here he is with one of his songs, A Well in the Village.
9: Caiai-a-doi-na-mea, fin feti, caiai-a-dăinita me-a în luc, ia, mea, a Și mă întreabi când mă duc, aai-a-i adoi-na-mea, și mă întreabă când mă duc, Şi-aia-ia doina mea El rândi să omoară Şi-aia-ia doiniţa mea Eu li spun că plec la iarna Şi-aia-ia doina mea El plângi să omoară Şi-aia-ia doiniţa mea
6: Moldavian artist Anton Akite made his debut in 1967 during his time in the military after attending his first traditional folklore competition held by Romanian television. Four years later, he made his first recordings with Radio Romania. And this is one of those recordings.
9: Și de afară, dar n-avem la Care a menut mai placi
6: Donakite won several awards, including for the lyrics he wrote personally, for which he actually won many awards. And here he is with a dance tune. <music>
9: Jo promoted Romanian
6: Traditional music around the world. His career spans over 50 years, and we leave you with yet another one of his landmark songs.
9: am înspivali mari în și frunze tri de ce Și ca să joașii cu pătută de la Bărcescu Și răsonii de joc Că vor atari frumoase Nu te-nduri să stai acasă Și pe raiul mare-i foc Măi, nu poți să stai timp lor Și-așa, și-așa Hei, hei, și cine-o făcut jocul Bate l ar norocul, si în los costi-i lumii, aiba mândru mântru Că astăzi la hora mari, O vinități gospodari, Să bate cu cizma Frunze din carare. Dar săgea și nevestilii, Orilii și sărbilii, Și se să și din cuti Frunze, flori mărunti teu moi tei vie de mme cu nepotsel uite și vă cu nepoteli arând cu nepoteli și o Living Romania.
4: You are listening to Radio Romania International. Coming up next. HAPPENING IN ROMANIA
6: Hello and welcome to HAPPENING IN ROMANIA with me Kalinko Soyo. Today's edition is part of the series dedicated to the biographies of world-famous people originating in Romania. This time, we will be talking about a brilliant musician with roots in the country. The country has given the world a number of exceptional musicians of Jewish extraction, such as violinist Silvia Markovic, pianists Clara Haskell and Radu Lupu, as well as composers Philip Hershkovich and Gabriel Irani. One of the greatest violinists of the 20th century was Michael Rabin, born in the United States, of parents originating in Romania. He was considered the most talented of his generation, but also the one with the most tragic fate, as he lost his life at the young age of 35. He was a true wunderkind, living up to all expectations, in spite of the fact that his career was cut so short. Michael Rabin was born in New York on May 2, 1936, of Jewish parents from Romania. His mother was a pianist, and his father was a violinist with the New York Philharmonic. Rabin, like his mother, graduated from the prestigious Juilliard Music School in New York. He learned to play the piano at five years of age and took up the violin at seven under his parents' watchful eyes. His parents signed him up with Juilliard at the advice of none other than the great violinist Yasha Heifetz. Before he turned 14, in 1950, he debuted, and at the tender age of 15, he played Paganini's 24 Caprices at Carnegie Hall as a soloist, accompanied by the New York Philharmonic. Most music critics agree that the recording of that concert is the best in his woefully short career. He made his London debut at the age of 18, of the Royal Albert Hall, accompanied by the BBC Symphony Orchestra. He toured the United States, Europe, South America, Africa, and Australia. His gift translated in interpretations full of tenderness, charm, and refinement. Critics point out that Rabin's fourth string finger was as strong as the other three which is very rare. Among his many remarkable interpretations, one stands out in particular. It is the Hora staccato by Romanian composer Grigore After traveling to Bucharest in the 1930s, Yasha Heifetz heard the composition. He rewrote the composition and made it famous in the United States and throughout the world. Rabin's interpretation is characterized by a fast tempo, a fast and clear execution with perfect control of the staccato. To this day, Rabin's interpretation of the Hora staccato is considered unique in its qualities. People who knew him said that Rabin was suffering from a neurological condition which affected his balance. In addition, his emotional fragility made for a difficult personal life. According to some, in the 1960s, Rabin was on a type of medication that, as a side effect, caused him to suffer from phobias, such as the extreme fear of falling off stage. On January nineteenth, 1972, at only 35 years of age, while at home in New York, he lost his balance and fell, hitting his head on a chair, which caused his death. He left behind a number of exceptional recordings of pieces by great composers, such as Bach, Mendelssohn, Paganini, Glazunov and Tchaikovsky.
4: Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk.
3: The of Simply Folk features a traditional artist with a very special voice, the late Ion Cristorano. His singing would always fascinate the audience. His recordings are preserved in the radio's golden tape library, such as the one we invited to listen to in the end of today's broadcast, Green Eyes. Ion Cristorano is accompanied by the Barbolo Taro Orchestra.
7: Mariego.
0: And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. If you have any comments or suggestions please write an email at engl at ri.ro.